1: And welcome back in. In for Ed and Joe and Aaron. This week on BetQL Daily, I'm Chris Mack alongside the original J-Rod, Jim Rodriguez. Kate Constable will join us this week as well. She'll be in tomorrow because Jim will be on the road. And then she'll be back on Friday because I'll be on the road. And everybody's all over the place because it's summertime and we all got a million things going on, including you in what you think, you go into it every week this year thinking it's the slowest sports week of the year and then you look up and there's summer league and there's NFL stories flying around and there's of course the home run derby and the all-star game which we'll get into in just a moment. We'll go over the eight-man field and who we like and don't like. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at BetQL Daily and of course watch the show on Twitch, twitch.tv slash BetQL. You see the home run derby odds right there, right next to J-Rod's Pretty little face right there, the Home Run Derby odds. You can take a look at those at BetQL as well. Kate Constable, who I just mentioned, who will be in a couple days this week as well. Uh, Great write-up on the Home Run Derby. Go check that out and find some of your best bets and five-star bets every single day at BetQL.com. Of course, listen to us live coast-to-coast on the BetQL network and inside your Odyssey app as well, AUD. ACY. We talk derby with Benny Heisler, Benny and the bets on the KC Sports Network, and a look at some NFL futures as well coming up at the top of the second hour. BetQL court will be in session. We will drop the gavel in about 20 minutes here on BetQL Daily. But the derby tonight, J-Rod, Pete Alonso's the favorite, 3-1. to one. Uh, Vlad Jr., plus 350. And then you get down to Luis Robert Jr. at plus 450 before you get to the major league home run leader and the guy who's hit more home runs in the last 10 days than anybody else in the field as well. I, much like Ed, who uh, responded to a tweet earlier this morning, right before we started the show, I am all over Luis Robert Jr. I do think he's got the tougher side of the bracket. I think Vlad has the easier side of the bracket. I'll explain that in a couple of minutes, but what do you think about handicapping this eight man home run derby field tonight in Seattle? Well,
0: when I first saw the bracket came out, I I once again was all over Major League Baseball. Like, how in the world do you go go Pete Alonso against Julio Rodriguez to start? You're sort of killing your audience, especially the home audience. But maybe Major League Baseball stepped into something here. Remember Pete Alonso's hurt. You know, he's been he's coming off a terrible month. So it's a good way, especially being a wrist. So it could be he may just kind of make an appearance and be out the door and Julio kind of skates in without having to, uh, you know, expend too much energy there. Alonso, two-time home run champion. Julio made me a ton of money last year for the most home runs in the first round. I I think. But my dark horse in this, and I know I'm a, I'm a Dodger honk. I'm an L.A. kid living out in South Florida. <laughs> I love Mookie Betts. doesn't look like a home run hitter. I think it's going to be Mookie against Luis Robert. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero's had a down year in home runs. He's only hit 13. Now, granted, he had a monster home run derby in 2019. Hit 41 home runs in one round. It's still, I believe, the record for home runs in a round. But here's something that may be interesting as well. Last year was at Dodger Stadium, which during the day—and this is—it's a, a five o'clock start out in, in on the West Coast. The ball jumps right. at Dodger Stadium. Before that, it was at Coors Field. Seattle is not exactly a home run hitter's ballpark. Ask Adrian Beltre; he, he could tell right. you that. So I just wonder, even though it's going to be five o'clock out in out in Seattle, if the ball is going to jump. You know, one of the things that jumped out at me at over MGM, they had the longest home run at. 4.89 and a half. Mm. I don't think we're going to get anywhere close no. to that. I, to me, I'm, I'm rolling with the under. Nobody in this field has hit a ball more than a 461 uh, feet. So, to, And that was right. Ashley Rushman. Can you imagine that? The longest home run in this field belongs to Ashley Rushman at 461. So, I don't know how many home runs we're going to hit. I don't think it's going to be as crazy as it was in Denver or even in L.A., Uh, but I think Pete Alonso's not going to be very long for this one. I think it's going to be Julio going into the second round. I think Mookie beats Julio, and I think Luis Robert, it'll be an interesting – maybe the only highlight on the south side this year.
1: Yeah, that's that's for sure. It's an interesting point you make about the weather. For sure. Um, 69 is the high today, uh, projected high. In Seattle, that's that's not exactly the hot kind of weather we're used to. That makes the ball bounce like it did in L.A. last year. Um, It's not the same atmosphere, obviously, as uh, the Mile High City and Coors Field. So, do you really account for the afternoon being when this thing is going to happen at all? I don't. I don't think that plays into it at all. I think that's a really good point by you. I think the other good point is that there's not traditionally we've got a lot of got high barrel rate guys in this thing. We've got a lot of High quantity home run guys in this thing. But when you talk about the max distance at, what would you say, 489 or 481 and a half?
0: Yeah, 49 and a half. At, I saw it this morning at BetMGM. MGM. 489 and a half seems, seems yeah. high to me. And yeah, I know that, the ball's juiced and I know it's batting practice
1: at yada yada, but seems like a long way to go. And Adley Rushman having the longest home run of any of these guys this year at 461. You're right points to the under on that one so I like that but I'll tell you why I like Luis Roberts to take the whole thing and you make a good point about Vlad not having a ton of home runs this year at least by his standards or at least by home run derby standards but when I look at the bracket this is how I I see it playing out right now great point about Pete Alonso the wrist is nagged at him all year it's probably just sort of a, a cursory appearance by Pete Alonso right He's the, the two-time champ comes in and and gets bounced by Julio Rodriguez. So Julio Rodriguez moves on, right? On the same side of the bracket, Betts versus Vlad. I, I'm i not as high on Betts getting past Vlad as you are, but that's okay. Either way, I think the winner of that matchup falls to Julio Rodriguez, who ends up sliding into the finals in his home ballpark. I mean, that's the story baseball wants. We talk about them not necessarily getting that right all the time, this is an opportunity. Lob a few more juiced balls in there to the other J-Rod. Let him get a few more out over the fence in Seattle in his home ballpark. And you get the matchup against Luis Robert Jr., who I think will will have a tough time getting past Rushman and either Adolis Garcia or Orozarena. But I like him to get through that side. My dark horse would be the winner of that Garcia-Orozarena matchup. Garcia is is a very streaky hitter, very hot and cold. If he gets hot, I think he could take that through all the way to a championship. A Arena, high barrel rate guy, I think one of the best barrel rates of anybody in the competition tonight. So when you're talking about batting practice fastballs, if you just barrel them up, you're going to be able to drive them out in a lot of cases. So that's the dark horse is the winner of that Garcia-A Arena matchup. But I like Luis Robert Jr. over Julio Rodriguez. We get the great story until the finals. When to your point, we finally get some good news for the South Side of Chicago.
0: But I will say this: for all these long-suffering Met fans, is there anything more Met? Are, are you, <laughs> if you're a Met fan, are you absolutely? Do you have? Have you lit? Ev- have you lit every candle in the church in your neighborhood that Pete Alonso doesn't reaggravate that wrist or break his wrist? He's done for the year. The way things go for the Met, if there is there any more Met? That could possibly happen to them to have Pete Alonso with a bum wrist participating in this home run derby. Now, granted, I think losing to Julio, there's no shame in it. He's the hometown guy. Perfect. It's a great opportunity for him to just show up, say hello. But I'll tell you what, is there anything more met than? P. Alonzo reckon is finishing off his season, uh, by hurting himself in the home run derby. I hope it doesn't happen. Yeah, you're but. Right?
1: No. But Ooh, Steve, you're right. That would be that would be so Mets. You're right. It would. Oh, it would. Oh man, to think, hey, maybe maybe we've still got a little bit of life in this thing. Maybe we can chase down a wild card spot. Maybe who knows? And then Alonzo, yeah, gets hurt. Something like, oh, that would be terrible. We're not wishing for that certainly. We're not betting on that. But it would be. Of all things, of, of the most Mets thing to happen, that would be the most Mets yeah. thing to happen. So, um, yeah. exact outcome best odds right now at nine to one are actually Alonzo over Robert at nine to one. Second best odds at 11 to one either Alonzo over Garcia or Vlad over Luis Robert. Um, m- my exact outcome, which I had, which was Luis Robert over, who did I have? I have him over Julio Rodriguez. That is actually a bit of a long shot. That one is 20 to one. So that's going to get a little sprinkle later this afternoon as we get ready for the home run derby. And I, again, to talk about the distance, I like that. Total home runs in the derby. Both of these are at minus 115 at MGM. 276 and a half. There's a lot of math going back over the years that requires me to to, to get done uh, and I'm not doing that math at 9:30 Eastern 6:30 Pacific on a Monday morning I may take a, I may take a step back and try to run the numbers later on this but 276 and a half for total home runs. this is a very of all the overs that casual sports betters want to lean on. this is the overest of all the overs that I think casual sports betters we'll want to lean on tonight j-rod is gimme dingers chicks dig the long ball right give me over 276 and a half
0: i'm alex rodriguez and i'm jason kelly from bloomberg this is the deal each week you're hear us in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal making across sports media and entertainment I was told specifically <laughs> there would be no map. I, you know what? I, I don't know. I mean, I think, it's I th- again, 69 degrees, not a home run hitter st- ballpark. Somebody, somebody's going to have a clunky first round and hit three or hit five. It always happens. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 think, I think the under may be in play here. I think it'll be more of a conservative home run derby. You know, I think I just go back to, Who won it the last time he was here? And I get it. It was a different format, but Luis Gonzalez – wanted in 2001. The last time the All-Star mm-hmm. Game, the Home Run Derby was in Seattle. So what kind of a hitter is Luis Gonzalez? Not the big majestic fly ball, lots of line drives. I think that's going to be the the key to win this Home Run Derby. So who are the line drive hitters? That's what I'm looking at. That's why I like Mookie, that's why Julio Rodriguez is an option. You know, Luis Robert, he's more of your big fly guy. So yeah. I you know, I, I, I don't know, but I, I love Mookie because of that. I think you 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 pierce that the you know, the 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 sort of the heavy air that'll be in Seattle. Not a home run hitters ballpark, not a, a place where the ball flies out of there. Um, I'm going to go under with the home runs. You, you know, again, it's a celebration of home runs. You want to see home runs, but I, I think you're you're in the wrong ballpark. Next year, oh yeah, next year it'll be over in a day when it's out in Texas, over in Arlington. Yeah. Uh,
1: you can hit all the home runs you want tonight. Just keep it to 275 or less. I, I think that's a, perfect. Not we can so all well. get on board with that. We can all get on board that we'd like to see 275 dingers hit tonight, I think. The one other thing I like is, since I am on all over Luis Robert Jr. tonight, is most homers in the first round, I like Robert there as well. I think what we're going to get is Luis Robert sort of jumping out to an, finding his rhythm early, right? And understanding they don't work cumulatively anymore the way they used to before they went to the sort of bracket matchup system that they're on now for the last, uh, I want to say, half decade or longer. Um, But I just like him to come in hot. He's probably the hottest hitter of any of these eight coming into the competition tonight. So I think he finds his rhythm early and then keeps it, and that's what helps him not coast through, but slide all the way through to the home run derby title. So Luis Robert Jr., most homers in the first round, is another one I like.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I, you know, I think for, for J Rod, who had it last year, I think he's not going to get it because, again, it gets, it gets Pete Alonso. So you, you wonder he might not need as many home runs because he, you know, he, if if Alonzo is actually affected by his wrist and not be able to, to really right. put on the kind of show we're expecting, he may not need us. So we may want to save those. Vladimir remember Vladi hit 40 in the first round in 2019. So he's an he's another option if you're looking at uh, most home runs first round.
1: I'll tell you who has not hit a lot of home runs lately, the Yankees. They fired hitting coach Dylan <laughs> Lawson yesterday. This is the They're first savages, season. Chris. They're savages. Yeah. <laughs> First in-season firing in the Cashman era, which is crazy to think about what the Yankees were, obviously, uh, when Big George was still around and running the show back in the day when we were kids. He'd have fired 13 people by now and probably rehired (laughs) half of them. Um, They've scored the second fewest runs in baseball since Aaron Judge got hurt. Only 3.8 runs per game in the last 31 games. And they've got the worst batting average and on-base percentage in baseball during that time frame, since Aaron judge went out. So it's not just the lack of pop necessarily that judges absence has provided. It's just the absence of all offense. So they fired the hitting coach and here we are looking at the Yankees wondering, can they get things back on track in the second half? This is, this is the toughest division in baseball. Uh, you can say what you will about the NL West. Uh, this is the deepest division in baseball. Certainly mm-hmm. the AL East and it, it, it honestly would not surprise me if we look up and there are three, all three wild card teams come out of this division. But the Yankees might not be one of them.
0: Yeah, well, listen, they're they're still in the hunt. They're a game out of that last wild card spot, and they're eight games behind in the division, uh, having to climb a lot of teams to do it. Listen, the Yankees twenty first in OPS, twenty sixth on base percentage, twenty eighth in batting average, nineteenth in runs. You needed a change. And Cashman and the crew, pretty smart, because not only do you get a break, but where do the Yankees start in the second half? In Denver, at Coors Field. That'll make everyone look a lot smarter when you're averaging six, seven
1: runs a game out of Coors Field. Good call. He's J-Rod, Jim Rodriguez. I'm Chris Mack. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Listen to us on your Odyssey app. Coming up next, BetQL Court. The grievances from our weekend will be aired right here on the BetQL Network.